You're listening to Paint the Town Podcast with your hosts. LA Street Art Gallery resident artist, teacher, and founder of LA Street Art Gallery, James Chen of I think it's episode 75. 75. In the town podcast. Um, yeah, it is Cinco de Mayo. Yeah. Cheers. Uh, cheers. I got a little bit of mezcal in the uh, in the drink today. So cheers to you, brother. Got my cheers. I got my Corona Familiar, a different one. <laughs> nice. So basically, there's a few things on the last episode that we wanted. We, uh, we kind of got cut off because the... Uh, we had an awesome episode with Renda Ryder, actually. Yeah, I love that guy. Yeah, seriously. Um, I was just we were... noticing, dude, he looks, uh, you know, like kind of basic same facial structures as me. Like if I had a beard like him, I guarantee I'd look like his brother. <laughs> <laughs> and he, Twin brother. He like, he like tags uh, peace stuff too, world peace. You, you know what I mean? Maybe he's yeah. you from the multiverse, dude. You, you know what I mean? Like in <laughs> Spider-Man. Like, you know what I mean? There's all these different Spider-Mans. <laughs> dude let's talk about brian I want to yeah talk about yeah brian. oh shout out to brian callen from fighter and the kid podcast man um love that fucking show first of all um you yeah know, great he's one of the best you know, we've uh podcast. i always love him on uh um uh, rogan's show man um and uh yeah he did a little bit of uh he gave us he, he threw us a shout out man appreciate that we're gonna play it right now yeah Thank go ahead and play that man play it well, there's a podcast out there called PaintTheTownPodcast.com. I guess it's about art. It's a podcast from the L.A. Street Art Gallery, if you're into art. Yeah, see, this is right about so, where I was kind of like... Hmm. Uh, this is, uh, I guess, James, quote-unquote, basically uh, yeah. talks about L.A. Street art. Like, okay. Well, art is very is he, important. Is this, he's going to try to so start being that, funny now? I don't do any, you know... Um, I don't get his angle, and then all of a sudden... Endorsements like this, usually. But art's important. All of a sudden... Art's the cornerstone of a culture. Art's how a culture defines itself, actually, in a lot of ways. Think about it. When you think about India, you think about Taj Mahal. When you think about Greece, you think about the Acropolis. You know, when you think about, you know, the Renaissance, you think about Leonardo da Vinci. You caught me by surprise, man. And Michelangelo and the Mona Lisa, and the Sistine Chapel. Michelangelo. When you think about the New York art scene, you think about Andy Warhol, etc., etc. Artists see the world in a very different way. Artists, artists are creatures that see light and shadow differently than we do, proportion differently than we do. And thank God Thank God. Can you imagine living in a world without art? Are you kidding me? Can you imagine how great that would be? So God bless those that create beauty for its own sake. Wow. You know, At first I thought um, he, he was going to go into a bit because he's a comedian, you know, but he, he's also like a serious actor. He was in the fucking Joker, man. Like, he, yeah, yeah. He, he a, was he also a, in another, uh, what was it? Um, uh, hangover. He was in the Hangover. You know, he was the, yeah. the wedding guy. Yeah, it took me yeah. a, a minute to figure that out, you know, and I because uh, I was like, man, where do I know that guy from? You know, and it's like, holy shit, he was the dude, uh, you know. And, uh, he's in a lot over. of like, I mean, he's like a, you, you know, he on his podcast, man, he often talks about 
actually Joe Joe makes fun of him on his podcast saying like he's like one of these Hollywood guys that basically um you know he goes to all the auditions gets rejected and like just has really thick skin basically but he's also a comic you know what I mean so it's just like it's interesting because like I listen to his podcast a lot, man. So thank, mm-hmm. thank you, thank, thanks for yeah, thanks, up, Brian, man. man. That was uh, that was huge, dude. Thank you. Appreciate that, man. And uh, you know what? Also, I released a mixtape, man, um, recently with some uh, original remixes, man. Um, uh, you know, go to my SoundCloud, uh, check it out. If you want to find it, you'll find it, man. Shit, I don't need to tell you the address. <laughs> Well, yeah, man, it's a full mixtape. Uh, did you enjoy that, man? Did you put some uh, yeah. work? Is there some way you can play at least a little bit of that so people can get an idea? Um, let me see if I Because what happens is I, I you know, I, I, I started listening to it, you know, started digging. And almost every time I've listened to what I've been, you know, listening to of yours lately, I start picking something up and getting to work. You know what I mean? And just <laughs> grooving. Um yeah, man, it's it's uh, it's, it's I find it very uh, motivating and, and inspirational. So yeah, thanks, um, man. I mean, I've actually what, what is it? Can what is the type of music called? I mean, I don't, I, I'm fifty one. Well, I I if you're like a mainstreamer, you, you know what I mean. You'll just call it like EDM, right? Because it's electronic dance music. Um, if you want to be like more hipster about it, <clears throat> I do. How like, do you make it though? How do you how do you create it? Like you know what. Uh, <clears throat> Okay, think about this. Actually, this is a great topic. For as an artist, you visual artist, you can think about um, making a portrait or a drawing by arranging shapes, right? Yeah. Okay. So basically, what I do is uh, nowadays most people what they do. Of course, you can play your uh, guitar or a keyboard or whatever and record it, right? Those are all sound clips, right? And right. Loop, right. So what you do is arranging these sound clips, just like how you arrange a, a painting, basically, a shapes in a painting, you know, you put together a song, basically. So, I mean, I use Ableton. It's a program that a lot of people use. Some people use Pro Tools. What's it called? Ableton, basically. <clears throat> yeah, um, some people use Pro Tools. Some people use a program called Logic. Honestly, man, I never really planned on being like a producer, man. <clears throat> I always just enjoy DJing so much because I, in college, I love to throw parties, man, you know, watch people dance, man. And the thing is like DJing became such an, like that episode we talked about with Theo, you know what I mean? Yeah. DJ became such like an easy thing to do, man, that, um, you don't no longer need records. You no longer even need to, a lot of people download, uh, MP3s for free, basically, you know, off the internet so you don't need to buy music anymore how much how much uh did you spend on the equipment that you use to do what you do um you know what there, there's two answers to that because you can basically just have a laptop and do everything i do uh okay that's just well that's what i mean what, how much do you need to spend to be able to do what you do um you, you know bare bones you just need a laptop so i would say like 400 bucks okay <laughs> that's so crazy but i mean you know, there's tools just like it's like, hey, man, you can paint with your fingers, right? Yeah, but, dude, but yeah. And the point I'm making is 400 bucks. That's that is an entire orchestra. That is synthesizer. That is a production crew. That's a distributor. That's everything you can do yep. with that. Yeah. Back in the day, we, if you wanted a whole orchestra, you have to hire each individual fucking player. You know how crazy that is? Now it's like, all right, let me just add some strings. Let me just add some drums. It's like, hey. 
if you really, really want <clears throat> to work with a certain person or you have the opportunity to, then that's when you say, Hey, let's record some shit live. You, you know what I mean? Like, um, and you know, like I've done with James Dawkins in the past, he played like bass on my, uh, uh, oh yeah, dude, that was, on that was one amazing. Track, you, you know what I mean? Hey, shout out to James, man. If you're listening, yeah. I hope you're doing okay. I haven't, I haven't talked to you in a little while, bro. Hope you're doing well, man. Um, yeah, dude. You know what? I've been thinking, man. I had a friend move out uh, from from California because of the COVID virus back to Atlanta, man. Um, and he's a musician too. Um, I should we should have him on the podcast and have him perform some uh, uh, music sometime and just tell us about the Atlanta scene because Georgia's all opened up now basically right you know what i mean man oh let me you know again i mean i i respect the scientists and everything like that hold on a second let's get back to your uh, your equipment there okay so um basically what you're saying is what the way you create what you do now is you can someone can just get on their laptop they open up the program and um, you can download I've, it seen, I've seen what you're talking about when i was at your place last time i remember you showing me and it's, it's basically a template and it has all the different controls and it has a track. And then you have all these little things that you can place on there or repeat at certain times or whatever. And you can add and take away or you can play it and figure it out as you go. Yeah. And, um, dude, that's one of the things that I, I really did, uh, you know, appreciate about you is that that's what artists do. You know what I mean? Like instead Thanks, of just man. staying the DJ and not trying anything else, you did the artist thing. You're like, Hey man, I'm going to, I got, you know, you can get the equipment now to, to do this. I'm going to give this a shot and, um, dude, I, you know, digging the work you're doing. So dude, thank uh, you, man. So again, check out my, uh, thank you, man. Cheers. Thank you. Seriously. I appreciate the compliments, man. Cause it's hard to, uh, get feedback about your work a lot of times, man. So, you know, I appreciate anything that you, you know, you see that's uh worthy mentioning. I think that's another thing people don't realize that, you know, out there as well is that, um, you know uh what it's like in and what you do with the music producing and, and and djing and everything that you know it's it's hard to to get started and get uh connected and everything that uh that kind of blew my mind because you know with the with the graffiti and the street art scene um <laughs> if there's something you're doing that other people are kind of doing the same man it, it develops uh you know kind of a bond and a brotherhood and uh you know i remember you telling me when i was we first started talking about this that no dude it's not like that in the music business man doesn't matter how good you are doesn't matter what kind of shit you got going on like you know you got to be a burning fucking burning fire volcano before anyone wants to have anything to do with you yeah and I was yeah, like, yeah. Fuck, man that sucks <laughs> you, you know what though I, I uh it's okay i get down on it sometimes too man I'm, i mean i'm just going to talk about it. like you know if i have an event and uh you know some friends that i really counted on like couldn't be there or something like that um and you know I, I do get down on it but the thing is like you know what it's weird it actually i've been like noticing it's because of the high you get from the performance or the event when you crash and you start thinking about what's wrong with your performance or what was not so good that's when you start to kind of swirl downwards and you start to feel like okay well it wasn't that good and then you start to get down on yourself oh that well you know these certain people didn't support or whatever psychoanalyzing getting way too yeah technical. yeah you know i mean so it's just good to have good people around you that support what you do the dj culture unfortunately is very like it's 
it's a very complicated thing. And if you actually manage to figure it all out, like a lot of people get very big headed and they're like snooty and they're elitist, you know, but um, I've really, really tried to not be that guy because when I was growing up DJing, like I was around a lot of those people and you, you know, you could, because it's like, Hey man, you got to invest like a thousand dollars to get two turntables as a kid man like who has the money man so if you're gonna go <clears> yeah what did what did two turntables do for you at that time like how many people do you fucking reach with as many as that speaker that you got behind you would you know yeah I mean, not not to mention that once you have the turntables you got to buy all the music the records back in the day too like <clears throat> so it's just you, you know what i mean it's just like it's a crazy expensive hobby i always tell people that ask me oh can, like what do you think about djing i said you know what don't start man like <laughs> Well, if you, you know, have the right expectations, you. have the right expectations going into it. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I literally tell people, I said, I'm a really happy dude normally. And my, like, music, even though I love it and it fulfills me, it's, like, seriously the only thing that gets me down. So I get it. If you want to fulfill yourself 100%, you're going to have to go through some, like, emotions, man. But, you know, you just got to be committed, like you said at the end of the day, man. You, you know? And I think uh, that that's what's important, man. And you know, it's about at any type of art. Hey, you know what? Talking about committed, I think our, our next guest um, is uh, probably a good uh, example of that because yes. of uh, what I hear him, the doorbell, man. I'm going to let him in, man. All right. Awesome. Cool. Put on your red shoes and dance the blues. Nice. Can you hear us? Oh, that's he's connecting. Welcome, Sykes. He's connected to audio. What's up? How are you guys? Hi, James. Awesome, man. Can you hear us? Yes. Yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah. Sure. Awesome. Welcome to the show, Psych. Thank you so much, man. Yeah, thank you. What's up, guys? How are you? Dude. You know, condition, uh, considering the conditions and everything, um, I think that uh, we're doing pretty damn well. You know, we're pretty fortunate to be able to do something like this, and um, we're really uh, grateful you're joining us today. Um, and uh, just so people who, uh, <coughs> who are listening, um, uh, Sika is uh, covered. He's got a face covering on. Um, yeah, is that for the COVID reason or for other reasons? <laughs> <laughs> For all reasons, <laughs> it's, it's kind of funny now, you know, because you can uh, you can wear you can wear a mask now, and nobody's gonna think anything of it. Oh, I know. Like I was just thinking uh, the other day, I had to go send a package in the in the mail, and uh -huh. you know, I'm 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 putting on my 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 bandana, and I'm like, man, this is this is like what robbers do. This is the same exact thing that robbers do, right when they get ready to go in and rob a place. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You you uh you go into like uh pot shops and they're like, oh, no hats. Got to leave your backpack to the side of the store. You know, they're like very weary about robberies. But then you walk in there with a face mask. You know, like <laughs> <laughs> what have you got on your face mask? I, I'm trying to make out what's on there. Oh, uh, can I can I do like a reverse light on this thing or no? Okay. I need to use your uh. Oh, you are using your phone, right? Oh, there you go. That's better. Yeah. Wow. So it's just like a bunch of uh, like like uh, porno clippings, newspaper uh, <laughs> clippings. Uh, a friend, of, a friend of mine makes nice. uh, makes them. Uh, he he goes by on Instagram, Lustful Works, 
and uh, uh he, lustful works. He's, uh, I mean, if you've seen photos of me, very, very few of them. Uh, I have like his jeans on, uh, they're like paint splattered and stuff. He, he uh, also uh, hand makes denim uh, uh, products, so yeah, yeah, there it is. So here's the for map. those of you who are listening, we got uh, we got his Instagram up, we're looking at it right now, and uh, nice. Oh wow, he's got a face mask. Looks like a, uh, <laughs> a face with uh, some lipstick on and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah lots, is... lots of really cool products. Uh, it's a Drake the lustful works like uh, embroidery as well. Uh, where, where is he based out of? Uh, his family store is in Santa Monica. Nice. Uh, but his okay. uh, his own personal studio is in downtown LA. So okay. every where are you joining us from today. Hey? Yes, sir. Uh, Los Angeles. <laughs> somewhere, somewhere in LA. Somewhere in LA. Yes. Uh, I don't know, man. You know, it's uh, it sucks. You know, because uh, you know the, the the political and legal landscape of what I do, what you do. You know, it's very uh, unclear. So you know, as much as I I personally would like to, I just. I mean, I don't have I don't have a terribly good lawyer, so. <laughs> <laughs> Understood, man, my you know friend. What? Yeah, we were, that's why we respect you guys too, man. You guys, you know, uh, I've dealt with the law because of art, actually, too. We try to throw an art show on 420, man, and like they try to give me a ticket. Actually, I have a ticket for that says art show. Excuse on me, it. they tried to give you a ticket? No. <laughs> or they did give me a ticket, you know. But anyways, you had to go to court. But it has art show on it, right? Yeah, yeah. I gotta find that yes. fucking ticket, man. But definitely, I can pull. I can go to the court and ask for it, dude. But yeah, anyways. Uh, <laughs> Sick. Where are you? Uh, where are you originally from? What area? Uh, let's say the valley. Okay. <laughs> okay. Nice, so, this, nice. so basically, this area. You're from this area. Um, yeah. Yeah. And yeah, just yeah, so people years. have an idea of approximately how old you are, you don't have to give us your exact age or whatever. Um, but we try to give people an idea of you know who we're um interviewing uh just so you understand the mind that's going on mid 30s mid 30s okay they're like my age basically awesome awesome cool man yeah but james you look like you're 20 so it's it's not really (laughs) don't raisin man that's what i always say man you know So, awesome man so so you grew up in the valley man um like uh I don't. I guess so. You know, we we won't talk about what exact neighborhood because I know I know you're trying to keep it a little bit more anonymous, man. But I see a lot of like. I'm gonna pull up your Instagram real quick, man, because like okay. you have a lot of dope ass like can work, man. I mean, freestyle yes. uh, freestyle can work, man. You, you know what I mean? And also, I know yeah, that I mean, you talk about the sand. I've been re- I've been recently practicing. You know, a lot of my work. Uh, shout out to uh, Sakura brand markers. Uh, if you guys want to give me like like you know a sponsorship, I use a lot of your products. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I write with Sakura. I write with uh, dabbing markers. Uh, a lot of uh, I'm inspired by graffiti uh, culture, so a lot of what I use and do uh, stems from that that sort of art form. Awesome, man! Awesome. Getting back to the uh, to the origins, what um, when would you say you realized you uh, you know had a um, you know pull towards doing art? Like, what age do you remember you thinking you know, hey, you know, I, I'm I'm 
I'm doing art and or um, you know. Uh, I, I I studied uh, in school uh, developmental psychology, so I, I got into the field uh, working uh, in uh, gerontology. Uh, you know, studying the old, older population and working with the schools, uh, teaching them mm -hmm. uh, life skills essentially. And um, wow, I was able to uh, at this school. I had a, a free range of motion as far as what I would teach and uh you know it, it was it was geared towards what their social workers standards were for them based off of their you know mental or physical capacity and stuff uh, they would set certain uh, educational goals for for these uh developmentally disabled adults uh at these schools and so um what i would essentially do is is tiptoe around those uh those requirements and then adapt that to certain classes that would teach them skills that would benefit ultimately their their independence uh in society uh and their integration into society <clears throat> and so um with that i i uh noticed that some of my uh classmates they uh were more inclined to like uh physical manual labor and working and working hard and being very determined uh to like finish a task and so i started to uh learn myself you know going to the library with them and teaching them how to read but also teaching myself uh and preparing myself for the class that i'll be teaching them which is uh like basic carpentry and, and woodworking and maintenance and stuff like that and <clears throat> so I just been I was just you know learning at home uh, in, in my uh, studio garage and just you know just practicing and reading the books uh, learning how <laughs> how to make a butterfly joint or whatever you know and uh, and just regurgitating that uh, to my students and as a result I kind of fell more in love with that than teaching per se so I uh, I decided to leave when I was, I believe. Uh, we can't. Hear uh, I'm just I'm just thinking about okay. the timeline. Uh, <laughs> uh, sure. When I was like 26, 25, I left my teaching job to uh, pursue carpentry, and so I I took like a big uh, pay cut, but I was just I was just happier when I was doing that kind of work. Hmm. Nice. Um, I, I, I felt less stressful. You know, I took less of my work back home. Uh, and there was just a lot of good things about it for myself. That's awesome, man. Well, so um, I was uh, getting back to the question about art. What, um, when did you do artwork yourself? Like when, uh, when was the first time you can remember doing artwork yourself? I mean, more frequently, uh, probably when I, when I made the transition from teacher to carpenter. Uh, then I started to uh, not only, you know, work in fields like building houses or doing construction or maintenance or whatever, I could kind of learn certain skill sets, uh, whatever jobs I could acquire. Um, <clears throat> mostly just like being a mule, but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, uh, I'm sorry, what, what was the question again? <laughs> 
when you when you actually started doing uh, artwork. Yeah. Like when those those uh, the the carpentry you said probably yeah. led to. Yeah. Uh, how, when yeah, did you so start I, working with a spray can, basically? Or a marker. Oh, spray can with or a marker. Oh, uh, marker. Yeah, whichever. I, I, I'm sorry. I just consider it kind of. I, I consider it personally an art form doing like woodworking or furniture building and stuff. Sure. Like that. Of course, but absolutely. Like, but mainly, like like a marker or like any type of like spray paint. Probably when I uh, first started like uh, making like my laser engraved art at stone design uh so a lot of like the fabricated arts so i was like making a transition from making furniture exclusively as my creative outlet to then crossing over to using machines cnc machines uh, uh laser cutters and other types of uh, like woodworking machines and using those to create art and with that then i would i would spray paint and uh utilize that and then with the laser i began to see like oh okay it's like stencil cutting capabilities mm -hmm. uh just kind of like hashing out quick ideas and uh getting the stencil out there and uh you know just very even like like very like fine fine details but on like a very very small scale um and and then i started fucking around with like stenciling and and just kind of like learning how to how to properly use a spray can from this is from around 2018 hand. right basically yeah 2017 and okay. end of 2017 probably yeah okay awesome man yeah you have this really cool like Kind of like freestyle marker, man. Um, let me just pull up one of these from like 2018 real quick <clears throat> that I think is really cool. Right here it says, uh, greed is the lack of confidence. Of. Of. Of one's own ability to create. Yeah, yeah. man. Yeah, you know, it's, it's uh, a talent, man, just to transcribe it, you, you know that, what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that piece was actually uh, torn down. It was the first time I ever kind of uh, hashed out my, my new language that I created. Mm. And, um, yeah, somebody tore it down off the wall, but then, like, left, uh, left it on the floor. So, oh, so you still have it nice <laughs> yeah yeah so i was able to i was able to scrap it you see it kind of took a layer off of the brick oh wow that's awesome <laughs> yeah yeah so <laughs> it, it's uh it's essentially um like reclaimed a, a lot of my art is also uh reclamation art so sure. uh, i don't i don't really believe as a philosophy that i need to buy new materials if i'm able to work with ones that already exist that have already been made and sure. so uh these these plastic sheets that i glued uh <clears throat> nearby the the woodshop studio um yeah these these plastic pieces were for a project but they were fuck-ups they're like one millimeter off for the project so we had to like scrap 50 of these plastic sheets did and you say like, one millimeter off? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're talking about like high <laughs> tolerance uh, woodworking and fabrication and stuff. And 
Yeah, I mean, you know, it's uh, it's very precise. That's a little technical. Yeah, if you fuck up, you're you're you gotta do it all over again, and it's one of those types of deals. So, Teach uh, actually recently did a project with a acrylic sheet. Actually, we made a box to cover the patients for the COVID virus uh, at the hospitals for the doctors. Aerosol actually. box, you know, and it was the first oh. time that Teach yeah. worked with um, <clears throat> acrylic. Instead of teach, teach does a lot of woodwork too, man. So you're 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 right up his alley right now. You know what I mean? Um, you know, do, do you find like there, it, there's a challenge working with acrylic chic versus like wood? You, you know what I mean? Uh, I mean, yeah, for sure. Uh, I mean, you can. We would cut out the acrylic sheets with uh, our laser engraver. Uh, oh, okay. I see, I see, I see. But I mean, you can use you can use like a table saw, you know. Yeah, teacher's uh, using a, uh, what was the saw? Well, I basically made a yeah. version of a table yeah. saw because the, the sheet we were using was four, four foot by eight foot, and I had to cut it down from that. <clears throat> so I brought a table saw, but then it was only about, um, I forget the exact measurements, but it was only a little bit thicker than an eighth of an inch uh -huh. and less than a sixteenth of an inch. So a four foot by eight foot you know, piece of plexiglass is very bendy. And so basically what I did was I just put it on the floor and then used a circular saw and a uh, straight edge to lift it up just high enough to where the blade didn't hit the, the ground. Mm -hmm. And that's the way I cut it. But dude, that was, you know, it was, that was a pain in the ass. Having um, a laser is a luxury. Yeah. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> absolutely. Hey, I'm going to pull up this video. I'm going to pull up this video real quick just because uh, we're talking about it. We, we have right here in the magic of Zoom. Uh, we're able to do yes. that real quick. Um, just what are you going to show them? It's tool time. Oh, with, uh, yeah. Tool time oh, with God. Teacher, that was my man. first time, first time using a hole saw. And on <laughs> fucking, you know, not on wood, but on, you know, plexiglass. <laughs> acrylic. Wow. It, tell them uh tell them about that story about oh my pops. dad dude yeah okay so my dad you know he was a he was a carpenter we he built the house that he still lives in uh -huh. and um he was doing the uh the plumbing actually he was um oh, he did a know, good job there going through <laughs> some some studs with uh with the hole saw and he had on some long pants and it got caught up in um in his pants and it ripped up the side of his leg um but luckily it didn't get him it just i remember being you know what uh nine years old nine or ten years old and i was helping working on the house myself as well and i remember walking up and seeing my dad sitting there going oh my god i'm never using this damn thing again um and you know this he had the hole saw there and there was his pants like all ripped up and i was like whoa what happened <laughs> And that was on wood, you know, and this this is on plexiglass. So, um, but so what what do you uh, what do you find that you enjoy working on? What kind of what's your your medium that you enjoy working on with the markers? Uh, mainly like uh, metal uh, bus stops. Um, mm, I <laughs> they, like that. Uh, there's these uh, bus stops that have these uh, like like circular cutout like hole punches almost. And right. with, like a, with like a gold dabbing marker, it's it just it looks really nice and it's really smooth and stuff. It, uh, I mean, uh, yeah, just just kind of like uh, architecture that already exists. Um, would, can you, know, I, would you, you know, consider like yourself a tagger, man? 
I'm just curious. Can I call you a tagger? Yeah, I mean, I tag, but I tag with purpose. You know, sure, like, sure. I mean, no, I'm just curious, like, it, like, because, like, you know, to be honest, we haven't had like somebody that works with marker on the show, so it's actually pretty cool for our audience because, uh, you know, this is your main medium, man. It looks dope, man. You, you know, I, I just want to know if like you. people take, a, do you take offense to that <laughs> to, to to being called that? But it's cool, man. No, your stuff is is really cool, man. Um. Uh, no, no. I mean, as long as we understand that, you know, I'm not just like throwing my name everywhere, uh, then, you know, uh, sure. yeah. Yeah, there's there's a big difference in, you know, a territorial thing or an obsessive thing. A therapeutic obsessive tagging thing is one thing mm -hmm. uh, or a gang related uh, territorial thing is another thing. Uh, I got a quick question for you. I, I noticed um, on the, the piece we pulled up earlier, uh, you had signed um, SYK. Um, so, but then on your thing down here, I can see it's S Y K B. Uh, first of all, how do you, how exactly do you pronounce that? Oh, it's a uh, psyched. Psyched. Okay. Um, yeah. and then, uh, so then just the S Y K I noticed, was that you had, uh, I think he had S Y K D on all of them. Uh, oh. what I, what I, what I uh, was uh, doing early on was, uh, writing S Y K. K, but elong yeah okay so but elongating the k part to try to include the d i see I good see eye teeth. good eye man people weren't getting it so i was i was like all right fine you know i'm gonna add the d <laughs> <laughs> i dig that man i dig that dude man I, you know what you have a uh first of all you have really cool handwriting man i gotta tell you man like uh, you know, I, I, I wanted to pull up this piece that you did right here, man. I don't know if this is like on canvas on paper, but, uh, um, I'm going to read it for the audience, man. That's just listening to audio feelings are the topic and you are the subjects call us cold, calculated, quiet, quiet uh, quill and still there's a place over beyond a field where these feelings are known. Our souls lie in the gra still grass overlocking. What isn't here? In this place, feelings become meaningless, reminders of who we are or who we will become. This tiny world is too full to talk about. Let our souls rest here, psyched. That's beautiful, man. Oh, thanks, man. I like that. You must be a stoner, aren't you? That, uh, <laughs> what was that? I said, you must be a stoner too, aren't you? This <laughs> Oh yeah, I mean I, I'm smoking right now. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but nope. yeah, uh, that's my regular handwriting. Uh, you know what I write uh, letters or whatever. Yeah, but. cheers to that man. Beautiful stuff, man. Seriously, man. I mean, what were you thinking about when you wrote this piece, man? Uh, a woman that I love and she loves me, but we can't necessarily be together. Mm. Mm. Dude, Good. that's like uh, classic Romeo and Juliet kind of uh, little bit. <laughs> It, it does feel like it sometimes, yeah. <laughs> you, know what? you know what, man? Women, it's like, especially there's their, the, the muses in your life. You, you know what I mean? Those women that they come in your life and then they, like, inspire you to create, whether it's because they're in your life or whether it's because they leave your life. You, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. they basically yeah. inspire you to, because they basically change you as a person and if they're not with you anymore man like a part of you you gave that to them you know if it's like true you know what i mean so yeah. like, i don't know i just think it's like 
love is definitely a topic we don't talk about too much on the show <laughs> nor, nor, <laughs> for sure but you know i mean when i you, think we talk about it all the time because that's all we're talking about is what we love doing you're you're right you're right you're right i, I like that spin <laughs> but, but you know what i mean like between a man and a woman like you know mostly like you know this is a this is a you know like i said we, we don't get too much this is in a cool graffiti street art type of way we talk about but yeah you know we've had we've had some beautiful words today man brian callen with his uh Art is the cornerstone of any society. That that was like real nice, and now Dude, we have uh, words to live words, by. You know what I mean? So so, yeah, man. I mean, um, so, so what uh, what what involvement do you have with the uh, Santee uh, um, Gallery? Public Gallery. Uh, yeah. I, I I founded it and uh, I, I curate it solely. Uh, right can now. you talk a little bit about that? How did you come to to found, and can you also talk about where it is and just you know what it is and everything? Well, uh, again, uh, at that job uh, with the laser uh, engraver, uh, Stone Design, uh, I got a job there doing woodworking and fabrication, and you know, working there for about a year and a half, two years, I was able to, uh, along with uh, Andrew Stenball, uh, who's the owner of that company. Um, I was able to essentially uh, build good working relationships with surrounding businesses in that in that similar complex. And uh, whether it was hanging a door for them or making a door, uh, doing some woodworking, whatever it was that they essentially needed. Uh, one time, uh, there was a gate that was broken into, so they needed a reweld. Uh, we took care of that for them. Uh, so little tiny things like that, they, uh, we built up good rapport with them. And so, uh, one day, you know, I was just walking around and, you know, in the alleys and, you know, there wasn't anything really special up, just a couple of burners here and there. Mm -hmm. Um, but, you know, I was just kind of like, uh, wow, there's so much space here and, you know, these guys you know, know me on a day-to-day -day basis, why, why don't I just pitch it to them and ask them, you know, like if the few artists that we do know, like if they could like paint their walls. And, you know, at first, uh, some of them were uh, indifferent. They were like, why? Uh, you know, they've seen years and years and years of, of rampant burning and graffiti and just random shit on their walls that they've kind of built up this like silent animosity towards art, street art, graffiti in general. And um, I, I uh, wanted to kind of maybe just show them that maybe uh, there's something different out there uh, that maybe they haven't been seeing uh, or experiencing. And uh, I was just like, you know, if, if the murals get tagged on, let, let, let it just fall on me. Let the blame fall on me. Let the artist be mad at me. Whatever you know, uh, like don't don't worry about uh, you know any of that. Let me just worry about it. And that's huge, like, man. That's that's big. We just looked at some. We pulled up some aerial footage, man, of uh, of uh, you know, and there's there's like some, you know, the CBS crew, man. Like there's there's some. That was that wasn't uh, that wasn't the Santee put the. Gallery, the alley that was uh, like just some uh, aerial photos it looked like i didn't see any really the um the alley oh, is, it, it was, is that the is that is that 
Okay, so there's Santee Alley and then there's Santee Public Gallery. Are these basically related? Uh, well, let's see the video and then I can uh, The video, uh, it was an aerial shot of the San, the LA Graffiti at Santee Public Gallery here. I'll pull it okay. up one more time right here. Have you seen this video? Yeah. Is this yeah. one? Okay, so this yeah. is this the alley uh, that yeah, that's CBS, that's uh so Hustle. is this the, is this the alley basically that uh uh you guys have the um a lot of Oh the wait, work? okay, I see it's down the right side there. Yeah, no, it's, yeah. Uh, it's essentially the entire uh four acre city block. Oh, okay. oh wow. So you get to do rooftops as well. Rooftops uh unofficially sidewalks but uh <laughs> dude that's awesome i didn't know I, you got to do rooftops that adds a whole new dimension to it yeah yeah you know i'm i'm trying to i'm trying to talk to uh you know trying to organize something maybe you know get some funding for uh like kip bennett uh he does a lot of huge aerial murals uh or any artist really i mean you guys you guys just talked to bandit right yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So I mean, I'm trying to get him to do his uh, moniker, uh, the the skull with the head headdress, uh, yeah. and do that really big. Uh, there's, God, there's so many artists, but uh, there's there's a woman uh, that does these uh, avocado drawings. Yeah, Ella Mella. Yes, Ella Mella. Ella Mella. Mella. Yeah. yeah. So I'm trying to get her to do like a huge ass avocado where like. It, it's 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 on the roof but it also like dips down over buildings you know like off the sides oh, oh dude nice. that's gonna be awesome that's a i believe you've reached out to me before i've just been you know too busy with with the with the twins and everything but um you know uh at some point i'd love to um figure out something with you and come down there and get big and do something please do anything you want you know that's the point behind it is that uh you know i i try to you know make it where it was feasible where it was 24 7 365 you know you're you're able to go there and paint and it's a yard by the by the people you know that you know they might be seeing you know you paint their building in the middle of the night on their security camera but they know what you're there for you know they know that you're not there to break into their shit or cause a stir or anything like that, that. is one thing that's going to help me you know because really the only time that i have is is late at night you know after the the twins the wife and everything has gone to bed um you know so that's that's always has been my problem in the, in the past with a lot of projects is um you know and i would like to work during the day when i can actually see you know the the colors and everything but, uh -huh. you know, uh, if that's the only opportunity I have to do it at night, I'd rather at least do that than, you know, not anything at all. So, um, have, I love that, the, though. Uh, essentially, I, I, I made, like, a wall, essentially, wall space, and trying to, like, let everyone understand that, you know, this wall is uncurated, essentially, that, you know, you can come here at any time. Yes, exactly. And, you know, no beef at wall. night. I just it up. At night, I the, love church, it. the church just that moved in opposite, uh, their building is completely white. So it's and they, they keep it that way. And so it's like a very stark contrast between the graffiti on one side, you know, <laughs> the wall, or just a white wall on the other side. 
but they they installed i guess for security re reasons they're new to the neighborhood you know and it's it's kind of <laughs> scary at first uh but there's really nothing to be afraid of because like people just know in the area homeless people uh the local community uh businesses building owners lapd fashion district everybody's privy to this to, to what's going down so uh when you go there at night uh church installed these really bright leds so you can actually paint at night and see <laughs> nice that's awesome dude you know what we just had render rider on um and right. then, uh you he's he's a contributor to this gallery before too right it's a video mm -hmm. uh, we can't play but the music. Uh, his, pulled up. His, his wall was done uh on the interior of one of the businesses that has been very very crucial to the success of the space uh okay. not only in their support uh but also just uh like you know their praises but also their their like physical support you know like oh, I see that, artists, uh, extra laddered you got a lot of artists man you got jazz guetta on here man yeah uh, jazz is up uh jazz is up he, here right yeah uh, he just got he just no, got, he just got bombed yeah, this is what i'm telling you this is this is one of when you mentioned um sites uh i uh yeah. it just rang that bell for me it was like damn dude you know this is one of the things that i've been wanting to do that I keep getting sidetracked from, um, you know, this is, this is like something that every, uh, you know, local graffiti artist um, should, you know, try to get involved with at some I point. I love that, man. I, yeah, I feel like, at, you know. At some point, but also, you know, I'm trying to encourage artists to really like use it as their, uh, you know, their, their practice place, you know, to, to mm. develop shit. You know, like maybe maybe you don't you don't want to necessarily go public about it, but I want you to still use the space for it, so that maybe the small amount of people that do come to see it and appreciate the space, they can appreciate your your gem. You know, essentially. Amazing, then, you know, dude! Like, I got to show you this one real quick, Teach, because this one blew my mind when I saw, it, and we posted it on LA Street Art Gallery, man. Holy crap! Wow. Okay, this one's by Bohemian Incorporated, man. It's the Bohemian Incorporated. It, it's a new street art sculpture. Uh, it, basically, what it is, it's you know that scene in uh, The Shining when Jack uh, Nicholson breaks through the door and goes, "Here's Johnny," you know. But it's breaking through the fucking brick wall. Amazing cinder block, <laughs> breaking through the cinder block wall. Amazing, man. This is this is what I'm talking about, man. Is this guy from from uh, L.A.? Yep. Yep. Dude, if you, you know, we would love to have him on the show, man. This is like high quality stuff, man. Like, honestly. I'll be sure to let him know to hit you guys up for sure. Yeah. yeah. You want to talk to him, TJ? It'd be awesome, right? That's like next level high quality <laughs> stuff right there, dude. Yeah, seriously, yeah, man. Professionally, yeah. professionally, they do uh, a lot of like Hollywood work, uh, stuff mm. for studios, stuff like that. But, uh, you know, privately, they're doing a lot of like street art. And a lot of that foam that they use for their street art is a lot of like reclaimed foam shit that they make from, oh. from jobs from Hollywood, but instead of throwing away the foam, which is pretty environmentally conscious of them. Yeah, so. it's like Lydia. Yeah, that's Lydia, awesome. Lydia, I like that. Lydia Emily's uh, husband made uh, uh, those cool like weapons for the Hollywood set out of styrofoam too, man. Oh man, this may, you know what yeah. though? I can never do that. You know why? Like when you peel the styrofoam, that sound, 
I'm I just cringe, man. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? It sounds yeah, yeah, yeah. worse to me yeah. than fucking scratching on a chalk. I could never do that art, and I just respect them because straight up, it's like torture for me, man. Listening to that fucking yeah, sound. <laughs> at, at, at Stone Design, we uh, we had a project uh, where uh, we we were making this uh, skull, huge skull for the backdrop of uh, Lil Uzi, mm. and. Uh, yeah, man, just seeing that process and like the foam gets everywhere and it's very staticky and it's dirty in the sense that, you know, it's not like dirt, dirt, but it's like, it's, it's all over you, you know? And uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's definitely very uh, like, it can be very cringe worthy, but like the, <laughs> it's messy. It's messy, but the tools that they use, like the scrapers and you know, different cutting tools and, and like yeah. uh, hot, hot copper wires to cut and stuff. I mean, just the whole- That's thing. what I've seen. I, I actually did some work at Mattel, um, Some uh, made some display boards for toy fairs and stuff like that. And um, I also actually did some backgrounds for some of the photo, uh, photo stuff they do for catalogs and stuff. And I remember seeing someone with a, a copper wire, hot copper wire, and then this big old chunk of um polystyrene i guess is what it was and yeah. the dude just took that wire and he just went whoop and it was like the side of a fucking glacier of an <laughs> ice glacier you know something that would take you um like a day or so or whatever of using some other material to get the shape and then sand it down and whatever this dude took that fucking copper wire and just went <laughs> and i was just like you got to know what the fuck you're doing, though, man. You, especially yeah. if you're working with a big piece like that. One miss little thing, and it's you don't get to do that over again. <laughs> no, no, yeah. I mean, in the job that we did, you know, we we didn't we had like one shot at it and stuff, and you know, we had we had a limited budget, so essentially the artist kind of did his job up to his pay, and then we had to take over and kind of take like uh you know lessons from him on the spot you know to get this like project done and through and stuff and you know it came through it worked out you know we we pushed through that's what we do you know but dude, uh, <laughs> good job man that's awesome. yeah man dude you know what you're you're honestly like doing things that uh i, I love how you're doing it man because like you're like hey first you know of all what? You, you you won me over with with being a teacher at some point in your life okay like already love you with that you know what i mean like uh you won my heart forever with that you know what i mean but then you started going on about what you're doing with the with the, the public gallery and everything um yeah you're like one of my new favorite people dude i, I really appreciate what you do dude man and what i love is the the no beef wall cheers. stuff man cheers man seriously and uh also yeah, no beef wall too, man. i'm, I'm um, breaking virgin tea what I love is, honestly, the no beef wall, because a lot of people, they have the, uh, we've talked to some people on this podcast, man, that, you know, they got up and they don't like the illegal aspect of it, you know what I mean? It's not for them, right? So it's like some people, they just want that place to practice with the spray can. And I think it's amazing, man. You got some dope ass artists here. I'm just taking a look at the page. Uh, you know, you got like Tomboy, right? You know, you, you, August, you got, uh, you got. Our, our girl truth man you got a bunch of like different uh artists at dirt you know uh, our other resident man oh i love this tile one man i'm gonna pull this one up real quick we did this tile one man i love tile art man electro tile. oh is that um mr street art no this is uh electric 
it's painted. Oh, it's painted. Holy oh, wow, shit. wow, wow, nice. Yeah, holy Better. shit. Well. Yeah. Is no, that my... with, done with a roller or just a Spray. paintbrush? Spray can. Amazing, oh, so like you do man. squares, just like spray the squares and then. Yeah. Holy shit. Man. Holy See, shit. We yeah. gotta ask you, we gotta ask you to basically, oh, it is spray can. Now that I'm zooming in, you're right. You can see the detail a little bit more, right, Teach? Yeah, no, that's what I mean. Like, dude yeah. just looks like he could have taken a square and, and done most of that. We'd love to have these different guys size, on. Maybe a couple different up. size squares, but um I, I mean look, I, I tell I tell the network of Santee Public Gallery to kind of Look, if you fuck with Sandy Public Gallery, then like you fuck with each other, you know. Like I'm trying <laughs> to, build, I'm trying to build a community. So like if, if like, if like Truth wants to work with somebody else, she should have the confidence to hit them up and be like, Yo, we both painted the same spot, you know. We're both, you know, connected in some way. Like let's try to like work together. And yeah, stuff. man, you I know? love that. That helps. That that definitely helps build community, man. That's that's fucking awesome. That's basically what this we hope for this podcast to do too. So I gotta ask you, man, as a DJ, as a podcaster, as a uh, you know LA Street Art Gallery community organizer, man, what's going on with the events there, man? Like, I mean, once we can have events and everything like that, are we able to, like, uh, you know, have events at the Santa Public Gallery? Like, what kind of space is it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, we're we're totally able to have events. I've already talked to LAPD about it, and oh, nice. uh, you know, my contact's very cool and stuff. Uh, she said, you know, that that we'd be able to, you know, do that. Uh, I mean, there there had already been uh, events. Uh, there was a house next door that that got slighted for demolition, but uh, they there was a a family that did like these these like uh, Native American powwows almost in the middle of the street. And this was before the, the public gallery, before the start of it or anything. And so there'd just be like hundreds of people in, in like in like Native dress, you know, doing dances and, and, and hanging out and talking and, you know, just like coming together as well. And uh, so I already kind of knew that the area was good for that. But then I started to investigate a little bit more and, you know, to, to essentially have the whole entire block, the way that the architecture is set up, the Maple Avenue exit, you know, the car flow kind of goes in that direction. So if you were to just close off uh, the 18th Street uh, entrance uh, at Los Angeles Street and Santee Street and maybe a few of the alleys, you know, very easy Holy with like, like a... You know, like you can have block like, party like, like right a there. huge block. You can have a big block party for sure. Did Dude, I was say... just—I just had a little uh, epiphany here. Like, uh, I think we may have found our spot to have the fucking sticker meet up, dude. Yeah, yeah. and also he yeah. just said it's on Los Angeles Street, so technically it is the oh. LA Street Art Gallery, man. You know, dude, what I mean? we need to talk about some <laughs> stuff here, dude. Los Angeles Street Art Gallery, man. It's Los yeah, Angeles before, Street. Before Holy shit, fuck, dude. Before this shit hit, you know, like that that uh that square drawing and render writer, that that business, uh, it's a fashion designer. And so he wanted to throw like a uh you know, like like a fashion show essentially, you know, where people come with, you know, tuxes and dresses and stuff like that and it's a big you know production in the hood essentially but you know with like all the rats and the trash and 
you know, like I'm kind of like secretly hoping that, you know, like, like a little rat, like kind of comes on the runway. almost. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I love Yeah, that. but dude, what you're describing yeah, I mean, is what we, we like. Set, we were set to do that for spring, but obviously it should hit around that time. But, you know, the ideas are still there, you know, and yeah. they're still bubbling. So once we're able to do that, I don't see why not. Let's go for it. You know Dude. what? Um, uh, I, I, basically, nice. it seems like you have uh, quite a collective of people that aren't really on our radar, man. I, I fucking love that because, um, you know, that's how we combine these worlds, man. This community yeah. is not really that small. It's just like there's a lot of different artist collectives. And uh, hold on. I got to give a real quick inside shout out to uh, Stephen Levy because he did a, a little bit of a... <laughs> Uh, uh, he did your projection too, right, Psyched? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this guy wants he he wants a shout out on every episode, man. So Good. give it to him. <laughs> shout out to Stephen Levy. Stephen Levy. Well, speaking Level speaking best. of actually, it's 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 about it's time to for us to do our uh, uh, shout outs to our uh, Patreon as well too. Uh, you, you know what I mean? Want to give a shout out to Karen McD and also Karen Domo. Yeah, thank you guys so much. Um, Karen, if if we can, uh, uh, you know, we want to send you uh, stickers. So we don't know your address yet. So we we love to send it to you. So, so you can yeah. understand how you might be a little hesitant in that, you know, <laughs> we're like I'm a graffiti artist or whatever. Like maybe we could have come do something, but yeah, you know, we, 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 we a post office box or something. Yeah, you know send I mean? us a PO box. You, you you know what I mean? So, uh, uh, you know, and all the people who have DM'd us, man. Um, Dude, six 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 Augie, dude. Shout out dude, to you, six, my brother. Six 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 Augie. We're gonna meet up soon, dude. I'm gonna um, I'm gonna let you know when I'm gonna be heading to Florida, and uh, dude, come up and hang out. Yeah, you know what, uh, Tamara, artist, uh, Tamara, basically, you know, shout out, oh, yeah. shout out to Tamara as well too, man. Thank you for, uh, <clears throat> you know, and we, we love we love that you guys participate and comment on our pages, man. You know, we we know that you're saying hi with a like. You know, but we would love for you to just, you know, leave us a little, you know, thumbs up emoji too. It helps with the reach. We want we'll everybody smile. who's following we'll the page. Smile. What was that? Well, smile. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There you little. go. Yeah. <clears throat> you know what? Also, okay. So one of the episodes, I, okay. Do you remember back in the day, we, I talked about a guy named Ed Munoz who was on the LA Street Art Gallery team a little bit? Yes. Are you asking me? Uh, no, no, I'm talking to Teach. And okay. uh, feel free to jump in if you have any opinions, Sykes, okay? <laughs> you know, anyways, basically, shout out to Ed, man. I, I uh, uh, recently got in contact with him, and he had no idea. See, the reach is so bad with Instagram that a guy who used to run the LA Street Art Gallery Instagram has no idea what's going on with, with, with this page, basically. He used to do videos for us. Uh, we did this cool, like, uh, uh, here, I'll share it while, while I'm talking because the audio is low. We did this cool uh, uh, video of the in Spanish too of this mural in Venice. La Pandilla. I love how this guy talks. <laughs> Yeah. 
Is the video skipping for you guys? I don't know if you guys can yeah, hear it. A little bit. I basically, hear it. yeah, basically, you know, uh, La Pandilla, he, he did this rooster fish mural out on the west side in Venice, man. And Ed Munoz, you know, cut this video when Mitchell shot it, man. So I feel like, you know, we're really just like kind of gathering all the community together and pairing up with you, Psych, man. It's awesome because I'm looking at your page and there's basically a whole collective of artists I've never even heard of. Them. I can't wait to take a look at all of them, man. And you there's know, so there's so many out there, man. Like it's fucking crazy, like the amount of circles that there are. Uh, but yeah, you know, like I mean, <coughs> you know, so uh, there's some graffiti artists that don't fuck with Sandy Public Gallery, but just paint there. Just because you know, like <laughs> you know, what? <laughs> I get it. When you're I get an artist, it. you know, uh, it's a lot of artists get, are a little peculiar. You know, a lot of us are crazy, um, so it's it's not surprising that some people have their you know certain ways that they like to be, or you know, uh, it's it's you know it's understandable. We're all a little crazy. Yeah, you know, I, I love it. Teacher always tells me, and he reminds me, and I'm an artist too. And he always says, you know, artists are very sensitive people, man. So, you know, it's just anything, you know, that's why they can create art because they sense things more. Hence, they're more sensitive, right? You know what I mean? So you got to be really careful with graffiti artists because not only are they artists being sensitive, but they're fucking vandals too, <laughs> you know? So they'll fucking kill you you know <laughs> oh yeah yeah but let's not try to promote that type of you know like like thinking yeah. i don't know you're right you're right 100 percent. you know you know what i mean we, we we don't promote it but it is just unfortunately part of the culture just like the world you, you, you know what i mean and um hey teach i wanted last week you uh did an instagram live with uh garen swing right can you talk yes. a little bit about that because we're gonna have him on next week right yeah um Man, God Almighty, the, the, the Instagram live thing. Um, I'd, I'd rather take this exacto uh, knife right here and <laughs> shove it as far as I can <laughs> up under my fingernails until it's just fucking shit. Oh, oh, God. I want to do that rather than do the fucking IG live. Um, there was a, a few moments where it was working, you know, pretty cool, but then, like, all of a sudden it's like frozen and I'm. I didn't know enough about it to begin with. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. luckily he told me like, if it freezes out like that, leave and then come back and whatever. And so, but then I'd be gone and all of a sudden it's like frozen. It was like, well, fuck, where did it leave off? You know, and then I'm going <laughs> back and I'm just, I can't imagine what people can actually see of me. So I guess it's, it's kind of like one of those things where you get to see who someone really is when they're dealing with something that's fucking with them really bad. You know, a lot of people don't like people to see that, you know, they like to be like, I'm a control freak. You know, I don't like people to see me going, what's going on here? Who? <laughs> you know, I like yeah, yeah. controlling everything. So, <laughs> um, so I fucking hate it. Uh, but, you know, I, I can understand how, you know, this, the way people are nowadays, they like to see raw stuff like that. They like to see yeah. uncut raw shit. People going, oh, something's fucked up here. But, um, it's like porn, man. Nobody wants to see that fucking studio shit. Everybody wants to see the anim amateur <laughs> shit. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Anyways, man, look, check this out, man. So it's pretty much been an hour, man. Psyched. It yeah. was awesome to fucking have you on and hang, dude. Like, we got to talk a little bit more because, uh, um, you know, we're going to uh, do some work after this whole mess, man. And uh, uh, teach uh, anything you want. We know where you are. 
<laughs> yeah. you are. I'll find you and we're going to do this stuff, all right? Maybe, maybe, yeah. Maybe, I mean, maybe you guys can, like, figure out where, where I'm uh, from. I'm going to be going live tonight doing some uh, some graffiti shit, so. <laughs> okay. Yeah, man. There's there's this, like, shrub nearby that I want to, like, prune with my, to make it into psyched letters. Ooh. Ooh. That's Dude, I love the creativity. Wait. One la- dude, this guy actually gave us a gift, man. Um, uh, I'm gonna pull it up real quick, Teach. Uh, oh, you know what? Speaking of gift, um, I had a uh, something come in the mail, dude. Um, and uh, here it is. Um, actually, you know what? I can't really show the um, yeah, the guy's real name, but uh, oh, dude. Okay, it's Yaves. Um, uh, Yaves one. Uh, this is uh, Yaves is I guess Spanish for you see, but um, this is a uh, a bench um, that we did together uh, for the movie movie Fury, and nice. uh, so I I I had done the uh, that's um, Woody Guthrie, and uh, this is actually from one of the photos that um, uh, Frankie. Um, Frankie C, uh, Frankie Castro, a photo that Frankie Castro had shot. And um, so I'd done a stencil of it. And so I put those on a, uh, a bench um, that, uh, that he did. And then Yaves uh, did his, his, uh, all his graffiti on there. So, yeah. Nice, man. Um, dude, thanks, Yaves. That's awesome, bro. Yeah, man. And again, if, you, if you're, you know, listening and you want to check out the video of this, uh, just go to our youtube.com slash LA Street Art Gallery and please subscribe and uh, teach. This dude, psyched, man. He he showed me earlier. I'm going to, he, he like, uh, check this out. Bam. Whoa. That's <laughs> awesome. Thank you, man. Damn, it's, it's, I'm going uh, uh, to that brick. brick. You know, we're, we're going to put that brick somewhere special, man. It, 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 you know what I mean? So, dude, thank you for that, man. Appreciate yeah, it. you're welcome. Thank you so much, Thanks. man. So anyways, man, so where can we find you, man? Uh, uh, if people want to get in touch, uh, you know, any for whatever reason at all, what's the best way uh, to get in touch with you? I mean, you know, honestly, like DM uh, through Instagram, if you just type in S-Y-K-D, psyched, uh, I should pop up first. Uh, you'll see it. Uh, and then uh, some other uh, ventures that I'm doing that, you know, like, you know, kind of got put on hold a little bit because of COVID uh, are uh, less rags. Uh, it's essentially uh, uh, I'm working with uh, local fashion designers and uh, creatives to uh, essentially create uh, sustainable clothing uh, with art. Oh, on. Wow. oh, here we go. This is it? Wow, dude, that's awesome. Yeah, we're gonna give you a follow. I love what you, you do with the uh, with the marker on there. Yeah, the 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 white jacket with the silver marker. Yes, yes, dude, that's nice, awesome, man. bro. Hey, real quick, last question before we go, man. Um, you know, do you invent your own language? When did you invent it, and who inspires you as artists, man? Like, there's a lot of calligraphers, you know. what I mean, so just I'm just curious. Uh. Definitely. Uh, I mean, I, I came up with it, uh, let's say, uh, maybe about 
when when I created that that first uh, one, the the acrylic piece before. Okay. Uh, that that was okay. really like the start of that, um, but uh, when when I started doing like writing uh, with markers, it was more of like maybe like six months ago. I would have to estimate. Uh, it's all a blur, you know. It's kind of like like you learn English sure. all your life, and then <laughs> learn something new. Uh, <laughs> but. A lot of uh, Brazilian, like graffiti taggers or writers, actually, you know, they also invented their own language, man. It's so cool because, you know, artists like, you know, Cryptic, Retina, like a lot of these guys, you know, I mean, they all have a certain style and yours is very distinctly different, but it's so cool, man. Yeah, it is. Absolutely. I agree, man. I hope you go far with this, man. It's based based off of English, you know, because I speak English. That's what I know. (laughs) Uh, but you know i created it with utilizing a variety of uh circles and uh shapes and i mean the e is an homage to basquiat which is one of my inspired uh inspirational uh figures uh that i look up to uh also uh eames uh uh look up to him uh and let's see it's awesome, man. Well, dude, sorry. Yeah, I didn't mean to put you on the spot like, <laughs> like that, you know. Dude, that's what we do. Can I, shout out, can I shout out Tupac? Yeah, hell yeah, dude. Yes. Out, hey, you know what, man? Let me tell you something. I was, you know, shout out Tupac all day. I was fucking, I'm still obsessed with Tupac, man. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Getting more he's the rose that He's the rose that grew from concrete, man. The only <laughs> fucking one, dude. All right. <laughs> Oh yeah, dude, that's awesome, man. So, dude, we, we would love to work with you more after this whole thing messes over, man. But stay safe, man. All right, and uh, yeah. uh, like I said, let's let's touch base when this whole thing is over. All right, bro. Yeah, for sure, one hundred percent. Awesome, man. So, thank right. you guys. Uh, follow us at PTTP Show. Uh, leave us a review and uh, take care, guys. Peace. Bye. Andy.